Dad, isn't it time for illegal ham in the face? But bro, where's the banjo? Some Cleveland sports shows try to give you hot takes, but only one can give you a big old piece of hot ham. Welcome to Illegal Ham to the Face. Talking all Cleveland sports. And don't forget our Fat Boy Tuesday, where we also ham it up with some fun food topics. Without further ado, let's serve up some ham. Here are the Ham Boys, Fatty, Fatty. and Big Bry. And Big Bry. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Legal <laughs> Ham to the Face. Bry, how you doing today, bud? Good, man. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's sun was shining today, even though it was 20 degrees outside. Next yeah, it didn't week, didn't warm up. Like, did it? Week, no, it did not warm up quick. <laughs> you know, it's good when your toes start to freeze at work, and then you get the feeling back in them, and they start to hurt. You know, it's a good one. Yep. Right. If only somebody made a good like battery powered sock or something. Well, not even that, Bride. Just, you know, when it's under, you got to make the rule. When it's under 20 degrees, don't go outside. Don't work outside. It's not fun. So what it was, was it under 20 today? This morning it was. It's like wow. 16 when I went out there. Sounds feels that's, about right. And guess what? People don't realize that's a lot under 20. I don't want to hear this crap. Like, it's only four degrees. Yeah. You go outside and stay in the snow for six straight hours. And that's without the wind chill, too. Right, just nipping at my nose, Bry. I had to warm up, and it was rough. We've been lucky this year, though. Not yes, going so far. Yes, we have, and I'll take it. Let's see here. Look at that. Twenty degrees doesn't stop to run. Justin got out at six thirty for a run this morning. No, man, oh man. Not me. I, not hey, me. I have a thermometer. When that thermometer goes inside, it's too cold to be outside. No <laughs> said there. <laughs> there it is, right there. That's why I always look at it Groundhog's Day. If I see a shadow, guess what's happening? <laughs> All right. Well, that, well, that's what, uh, uh, Thursday, Friday? Tomorrow's the first. Groundhog's Day? Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, I haven't heard much about it. I know. It's come up quick, hasn't it? Feels like it should still be mid-football season, but we'll get into that. Yeah, after the Super Bowl's over, I February just crawls. It's just terrible. That's why I like to get away, go someplace warm, but not this year. Lucky me, staying in Ohio. Look at you. Look at you being a champ. I don't like it. That's all right. I think we're leaving in March. We'll figure that out later. But There you go. Sure, something to look forward to. Well, we're trying to, but... Right, let's get the rundown for today. Uh, we are going to get into your Cleveland Browns news. We are also going to hit on the NFL and the Super Bowl is set. We're going to talk a little bit of Cavs. We are going to talk a little bit of Guardians. We're going to get into Fat Boy Tuesday, which is Super Bowl super food for us. And then we're going to get into our top three things we need for a good Super Bowl. Me and Bri personally, what we like to have at our spread, whether we like to drink or superstitions or where it's at, or if you want to be there with family, friends, or you just want to be alone watching it, you'll get our top three of that later. Uh, we do have some shout outs today. Uh, got a shout out first off our major sponsor, Harold. 
got to spend some time with him on Saturday. He turned a big five Oh, um, had a blast with him on Saturday. Brad, they had to help him in the car. You know, it's a good night when that happens. Oh, okay. Birthday, birthday oh, celebration, yeah. birthday nice. celebration. So we had a great time. We were up at Mr. B's and of course Vic put out a spread. There's taco salad up there, Bri. They had taco salad. They had rigatoni, anything that you would want. They had it out for us to eat up there. So it was actually really good. Cool. Um, also, we got to, there was another shout out I wanted to shout out, and I can't remember who it was now. Oh, uh, my buddy, Big Matt, just thinking of you, bud, and um, wishing the best for you. Love you. And that's kind of it. Brian, you got any shout outs this week? I mean, the only shout out I was going to do, and I don't know if you wanted to touch on it later in the show or if you wanted to do it now, you know, um, just. With the sad news about the passing of uh, John Adams yesterday and thinking about his family and thinking about what he meant to Cleveland and what he meant to the Indians Guardian organization. And, I mean, just the guy was as loyal as they come as far as people and fans. And I didn't know him personally. I never met him or anything like that. But uh, just hearing from people who have, uh, sounds like a great dude and would do anything that drop everything to take a picture or, or chat you up or something. So yeah, sad news. Uh, went far too soon, only 71 years old, but um, yeah, it's just, just unbelievable the commitment that he had to this city. And so thoughts and prayers goes of family, hit my cap to him. And uh, yeah, hopefully you keep banging that drum from up in the sky. Yeah. That, that was one that kind of hit hard over the weekend, Bri. Um, you know, you hear it, you don't want to, especially for a guy that's been there for everything. I mean, I remember going when I was a kid, listening to the drums. Um, anytime somebody's in scoring position, you just hear that drum just banging. And it, every game, rain or shine, didn't matter. He was there. And I'm trying to find a stat that it was, there was a stat that he was there for like over 3,000 games. He had, what was it, 95, 97 and 2016 uh world series he was there for lynn barker's perfect game i mean just the amount of fandom that he had to be there every day to bang that drum every day just unreal and you know you talk about fans that cleveland has there's one of the greats right there and say enough good things about him um, I've never met him either, but everything I've heard about him, he's one of the nicest guys. He just, he loves guardian baseball and loved every minute of it up there. And for somebody with that dedication and, you know, loving that team and this city so much to do that every day, you know, prayers to the family and everything. But I mean, it's just, it's nice to know that we have great people like John Adams here in Cleveland. Yeah, and, and, I mean, as far as I know, he was beloved by all. Everybody loved him. I mean, once in a while you hear about different Browns fans and, you know, you kind of question whether they're just uh, looking for attention or whatnot. No, he was just – he was there because he loved watching baseball. And he loved being with people who loved watching baseball and, uh, you know, build relationships from there. I thought I heard today that he only missed – maybe 45 games in 48 years or something like that. So I, it's a full-time job, you know, for six months out of the year. Cause you got to figure spending at least 
five, six hours trying to get uh, get down there. And, you know, you hear stories about back in the old days, they used to make him buy a seat for his drum, and he still did it. it I mean, yeah, that's enough to put him far and away. Number one is the best uh, Cleveland sports fan in my book. Yeah, and it's, you know, we have the Brown super fans, but, I mean, you got that man was just, like you said, only missing like 45 games out of how many years? Like, that's just, it's unreal. And especially mm-hmm. for the Guardians now, I guess they recorded the um, the drum for them. So anytime that that drum will always play, anytime, somebody, anytime somebody's on second base or we're getting ready to score a run, you're just going to hear that thing just beat or two-out mm-hmm. pitch. You know, it's just, I, I'm glad they kept the tradition going and I'm glad it's going to keep going. Um shows how much you know people do care in this city about our teams and it's it's a great thing it really is brian yeah you just, you just wish they would have found a way to get him one uh world series title well, in his lifetime but um hey, he'll be there in spirit i'm sure when whenever they win it and we've been saying that about the browns since what 64 so sure so it's it's tough being a cleveland fan but when you have cleveland fans like that Makes it all worthwhile, Bri. All right, so Bri, uh, we were going to get into that later. I'm glad you pulled it up now. Um, you know, it, it does mean a lot to a lot of people here in Cleveland. And, you know, if you guys want to comment, you know, I got the comments going. Toby's here watching us now. You got a few other people. Um, our other sponsor, Bri, before we get into our trivia, is City Dogs of Cleveland. And one of our people, pups that were on our show for dog of the week did get adopted maxwell got adopted this past weekend which is absolutely amazing awesome. which actually makes mine and bry's just it makes our day bry it really does but we mm-hmm. have a new pup for everybody this week before we get into our trivia and our new pup and i gotta i gotta go with you on the pronunciation and i don't think i saved it so it's M A R I L U L U. So I'm Mary Lou. That's what I'm guessing is Mary Lou. So Mary mm-hmm. Lou is our dog of the week from City Dogs of Cleveland. And here's the City Dogs logo. Find that on Facebook, everything else. Also, April 2nd, 2023, they're doing the puck for Pauls at the Cleveland Monsters. That is coming up soon. But here is Mary Lou, Bri. And this dog. <laughs> It's all smiles. Reminds me a little bit of yours, bud. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking absolutely when I first saw her. All smiles, this dog. So if you want to go adopt Mary Lou or get a hold of City Dogs of Cleveland, also, they are in need for donation of Kongs. All right? Kongs are getting hit hard. They've put a post out on Twitter. I retweeted it on at Ham Illegal and at Fatty Hams. Uh, the show page and our page, I will put another reminder out there on our Facebook page, but they're accepting donations for doll or, um, Kongs. I almost said the other word, Bri. <laughs> uh, Kongs. Um, and if you could help them out, any donation is greatly needed. Um, they get most of their stuff from donation and friends, you know, we've donated a lot. We've helped out a lot. Um, they do special events throughout the year like the puck for paul's they do the mac and cheese tailgate which goes straight to them we do the uh, berea tailgate which is in may that goes straight to them so we do a lot of stuff to kind of help them out 
um, and glad they're a sponsor of us. But scrolling at the bottom is the email address, their phone number, and their webpage if you need to sign up to go meet a dog. And you also find them at, is it um, pet, was it petdango.com? I have that up on our um, notes here on our, um, not our notes. Good Lord, Bri. Our description for the show tonight. So you can get it there. So All what, right. I mean, can you just drop, like, if you're in the area, just drop it off, stop by and drop it off at the Kongs? You could stop by, drop it off at the Kongs. You can get a hold of us. Uh, we can also help out with that. We can get you in touch with somebody. Somebody might even come and pick them up from you if you get a hold of them on their Facebook page. Hmm. Uh or City Dogs Cleveland, or Friends of City Dogs on Facebook. And if you have a donation, they might meet you halfway, donate. Um, if you they do accept cash donations, they accept everything, bud. So if you guys want to donate and help out, please do. Um, it Help them out a lot, help us out a lot, because we really do love what they're doing for the uh, dogs here in Cleveland. You know, sorry, it just uh, spring it on you. Do you know what? hours they keep like uh, are they open in the afternoon on the weekends or i mean weekdays or just check the website what do you think check their facebook page they have all their hours on there facebook page. I, believe, okay. I believe it's from nine to five or nine to four they are open on saturdays and i think a few hours on sunday but i'm not 100 percent sure but go check out their page and okay. they're, they're downtown everything is on their facebook page and if you email them, they'll get hook you up with directions, everything else, even the phone number. Call them. They'll get you where you need to go to help out. So, I'm sure there's somebody there that, that could take your donations during the week. I mean, there's somebody oh, there yeah. feeding the dogs and taking them outside. So, yeah, if you're downtown during the week, stop by, drop them off. Justin, that was not the word I was actually going to say. Um, gong was not my vocabulary when I was getting ready to say Kong. Um, it was more of a, you know, yeah. It's like a hookers and blow incident, Bri. I apologize. Well, good thing you stopped yourself because uh, it's a live show. I know. I was right in the you middle can't of go back and edit it. I was like, eh. oh man, stopped it right there. But it is time for trivia and I believe it's your turn for trivia, isn't it, Big Pella? I got you. Yep. All right. Let me bring up our trivia sounder. saw who our interviews were brought to you by it was brought to you by city dogs cleveland and friends of city dogs please get a hold of them have a good time donate adopt foster whatever you can do to help out helps out everybody thank you so much bry what is our trivia for this week bud all right pretty simple this week uh simple isn't not too complicated um so this weekend was the Bengals and the chiefs burrow mahomes in the AFC Championship game. Give me the last time the AFC Championship game did not have Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady in it. What year? I hate you. It's surprising. <laughs> it's, uh, it's quite the run those two have been on. 
which doesn't bode well for uh, yeah for I, I, Browns fans, meaning there's only one spot available every year. But Brady's Brady's gone, so let's hope Mahomes doesn't have the same type of streak. I think I got it. I think I got it. I'm not going to take okay. any help from the comments. Not taking any help from the comments. All right, Brian, let's get into our show. Let's do some Cleveland headlines real quick. And bang. Man, I love the club music, Bri. Cleveland headlines this week, Bri. We have your Cleveland Browns have got three, now four, pro bowlers. You have Miles Garrett, Joel Batonio, Nick Chubb, and Wyatt Teller made it to the pro bowl. We will get into that a little bit later because there's a special added pro bowler that everybody is going, what the hell about? We'll talk about that here in a little bit. I'm sure you heard about that today. Mm-hmm. Also, your Cleveland Cavaliers are playing tonight against the Miami Heat, and they're coming here to Cleveland. And, Bry, when a team comes to Cleveland, guess what happens? Star hmm. gets a questionable right next to his name. Jimmy Butler is now questionable for the game tonight, but the Cavs are, I think, 25-5 and five at home, which is absolutely wow. staggering. But nobody wants to play us at home, so it's okay. They just sit on the bench and you know ride it out. That's fine. I think he's playing tonight. Well, what I saw right before we came on, but I'm not positive. Everybody says that until tip off. And then, you know, next thing you know, you wasted your money to watch the, just the Cavaliers and no star from the other team. Just like normal. If it gets us a win, you should be happy as a Cavs oh, fan. I am. I am. I am. So we um, also, we got the Guardians, the Clevenger news, Brian. That was last week. Um, some very bad things. Uh, Clevenger is suspended. I'm not suspended, but he's being looked into for domestic abuse and child abuse and a whole bunch of other things. It is not looking good for the years of Bauer here, of <laughs> Mickey Calloway, and now, now him. Um, man, that's just... I don't think it happened here, but... Jeez, I mm, just something that's rumors, and it's always he said, she said, so it's kind of hard to put anything on it, but it's not good news all around for your guardians. Um, spring training will be happening soon, but other than that, Bri, those are pretty much your Cleveland headlines. Not much is happening right now due to the fact of the Super Bowl. We're off in the offseason, guardians haven't started, and the Cavs are still playing regular season basketball. Um, also, oh, I wanted to show uh, Cleveland Crunch are playing at the IX Center now. So if you do want something to do, go watch Cleveland Crunch, which is the indoor soccer league here in Cleveland. Our friend Kevin Arnold of the Voice of Land podcast does all the play-by-play there. Their first game was this weekend, and uh, Mark Munch Bishop was color commentary with Kevin Arnold this weekend, which is really good. So if you want a good time, go check out Cleveland Crunch. They're playing at the IX Center this year, not the North Olmstead Complex. So got a little bit more seeing more things to do there at the IX Center. So go check them out. And, Brian, that is it for your Cleveland headlines. Yeah. I, I mean, I was going to just touch on the Cavs. And go ahead. 
I mean, not nothing, nothing major. It's kind of the the mid season woes, the ups and downs of the season. It's like, I don't know. You get excited for one game, and then they let you down the next game, and then have a subpar following game, and then give you some hope. Of, like the game against the Knicks, you should be beating the Knicks. But um, but Mitchell first game back. First game playing in a while. He had a couple of chances at the end of the game to make something happen at the rim and just didn't happen. And then he bounced back and, uh, you know, take out um, the Rockets like you should and then, you know, handle them pretty easily and, um, you know, kind of lay an egg, I guess, against the Thunder. I don't know what the hell is going on there because they were favored somehow. So people expected you to lose to the Thunder. The NBA is just kind of weird. You know, it's, it, it's something that I, I don't like about sports. It's almost like you don't know what team you're getting until they're in a win-or-go-home game. It's like, well, how invested are they going to be in this game? We're seeing it with the Warriors. They're just kind of bored with this season. It's like it really brings the spirit of the game down, and, you know, it's 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 hard to watch. Um and it's hard to really follow every single game because who wants to watch Cavs Thunder when uh when the Thunder are beating you and have no business beating you? I know Donovan Mitchell's out, but I don't know. Give these younger guys a chance to step up and play. But it's like there's maybe 10 games a year that you're kind of really excited to watch because both teams are kind of full strength and and battling for something. But other than that, it's just... It leaves a bad taste in your mouth, and that's kind of where I'm at with uh with the NBA right now. Yeah, unless you got money on it, nobody's really paying that much attention. And now with betting, a lot of people do have money on it, but I just I I can't get into it right now because it's just it, like here he's it's it's hard to watch today and be today's NBA is hard to watch, and it it's not that it's sure. not it's not that it's not entertaining. <laughs> Because it can be, but it's just, you know, we grew up in a different era, different style of basketball than what's going on now. And it's just like, you watch it and it's like, okay, well, you know, if you're going to play some defense, that would kind of help out. But right now, nobody's really playing like the most stellar defense in the world right now because they save that until when they have to play in the playoffs. I mean, the Cavs shown that for years when LeBron was here for our run that we had with LeBron. You know, they were like, man, this defense is horrible. And then next thing you know, they flip a switch first round of playoffs and they shut out, you know, Toronto. Then they shut out Indiana. And then they should like, it's like, okay, well, where was this at during the regular season? Nobody cares. Like they got to shorten it, Bri. They really do got to shorten it. I mean, take it back down to 60, do something. I mean, too much money. I know, but either that, or if you really want to see some people play, Stops putting half the league into the damn playoffs and just say, guess what? Yeah. Five of you get in in each conference, have fun, and then yeah. go from there. Because, I mean, they won't got- do that either. Oh, too, much money. too much money. <laughs> I mean, I, it all sounds good, and I'd be on board with all, all the suggestions you're making, but yeah, money rules all. And I just feel like the, the NBA this year, I don't know if it's this year in particular as opposed to other years, but seems like there's nothing to get excited about about the NBA. <laughs> like, well, I mean, uh, Luca, I guess, maybe. But uh, it seems like in years past, like, 
okay, LeBron's coming back to Cleveland. How's he going to mesh with Kyrie? And, you know, the Warriors of a third dynasty and Paul George and, uh, and Kawhi Leonard teaming up with the Clippers and then Kawhi or, um, KD and Kyrie in Brooklyn. And it's like, okay, let's see how these guys, and it's like this year, there's just, there's nothing new and exciting and everyone's just kind of sleepwalking through the entire season. It's just getting to the playoffs already. Holy cow. Well, that and the fact, like the only thing you really got to look forward to is when LeBron actually does beat, uh, you know, Kareem's, you know, all point record. And that's what everybody's kind of looking at. But other than that, like you really don't have, and what's really nice about this year though, is like, yeah, you have your top guys. Like for years we knew that, you know, the Cavs and the Warriors are going to make it, you know, every year. It was like, all right, let, let's just be honest. These are the teams that are really playing for the championship. A couple other, right now you got some really good teams in the East that could all vie for a championship. And then the West, you got a handful, but it's just, you sit there and look at it and it's like, there's nothing like, there's nothing really good side of like, Oh wow. Lucas scores 70 points. Okay. Well, guess what? Low management. He can't play the next game. Uh, you know, it's, it just, it feels weird. This, this year just feels weird with the NBA. Like there's no, there's no clear cut star that wants to take over this year. You know what I'm saying? Like normally you have the one star that everybody's looking at, like, man, this guy has taken off. This is like last year it was Luca and Gobert And like, but now it's just like, like, okay, we've seen all this before. Like, is there anybody else that can come in and step up that will just kind of shock us a little bit and we don't even get that anymore brian and i just i don't understand why the nba is so slow to make adjustments like the players are telling you they're not going to play in back-to-backs so don't schedule back-to-backs it seems pretty easy you can extend your season you know start in end of september or something to prevent against back-to-backs if you need to who the hell cares nobody's going to care about the nba and September, October, November, December, anyways. Well, you know, if you get the back-to-backs, then just cut that game out. I mean, if you're so worried about back-to-backs and stars playing, don't play back-to-backs anymore. You don't need That's to what I'm saying. Yeah. Just eliminate those saying. games. I don't understand why they have to play to 82 games when these guys yeah. are only playing 45 of them, Bri. Uh, I... they, would, they would make it 100 games if they thought they could. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, it... it Money rules sports, and that's just how it's always going to be. There, here, Justin, I love it. Bring back hand checking. Oh, for the love of God, bring back hand checking. Something, something. To add. I mean, you, it's almost like you got to put trampolines on the uh, on the floor, or make a four point line, or something like that, just to you know get get some excitement back in the Are game. Are you talking slam ball again? Is that what you're talking? Slam, slam ball is kind of a joke, but uh, but a four point spot or a four point line or something, man. What the hell? You'd be excited to see it, I'm sure. God, I'd love slam ball. I don't know how <laughs> that never really get, took off, Bry. Of all the it was stupid fun stuff, for a couple months. Like right now, we got power slapping. Have you seen that, Bry? Have you seen mm-hmm. power slapping? That's a sport now, Bry. Power slapping. <laughs> I don't. Why would anybody ever want to get into that with what we know about concussions and CTE? I have no idea. I mean, they got to put stuff in their ear so they can blow out their damn eardrum, right? Like, what kind of? I mean, do they know that they're significantly shortening their lifespan? I don't. 
don't know. I mean, anything to make a buck, I guess. Brian, I saw a video of a guy. It was like one of the championships in Vegas. This whole guy's face was completely contorted and swole. And he still won the championship. Like he was bleeding. He got hit so many times that the welts on his cheeks were bleeding. His left <laughs> eye was completely closed, Brian, and his jaw was over here. He looked like sloth from the Goonies. All right. And just, and I'm sitting there like, dude, are you seriously keep going at it? And then he just sit there and take another slap. And I'm like, man, you guys are nuts. Yeah. I, I don't understand the draw to it. I don't understand why anybody would want to get into it. I just, it, the whole thing befuddled me. But hey, they're making some money, I'm sure. I mean, Brian, we've done some stupid games in our day. Like we played the golf ball game. You know, we played that, but that's that is not uh mind altering or you know, career shattering. <laughs> you know? hey, and you're not playing it on a regular basis. No, no, it's like once every rain day, like every other rain day. Uh, once you get dropped to the ground, you're not playing it for at least a month. Yeah. Um let's get into so Brian, let's get into the uh NFL. All right, Super Bowl is set. We got the Eagles. And we got the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the Eagles beat up on the Niners without a quarterback. Um, Brock Purdy blew out his elbow. New quarterback comes in, gets a concussion. Christian McCaffrey was the backup. Brock Purdy had to come back in, but he couldn't throw more than three yards. So, it's pretty much playing with a wildcat. Felt bad for the Niners. It was a bad draw for that. But I'm telling you what, man. Philadelphia Eagles are looking really good right now, Brian. And then you had the Kansas City Chiefs go toe-to-toe with the Bengals. Holy referee calls that were all over that game that just shocked the crap out of everybody. But, of course, they reeled it in, and Kansas City ends up beating Cincinnati in the last few seconds. So, Bri, what do you say to the two championship games, how they were played, stars of those games? What do you say, bud? The first, I'll start with Philadelphia and San Francisco. It was just, I mean, it, it wasn't an entertaining game. It wasn't fun to watch. And, um, yeah, unfortunate what happened to Purdy and Josh Johnson, who I believe was a Brown for who knows how many games, maybe half a season. Um, but, and he's, I mean, along with being on every other team in the NFL, I'm pretty sure. But I just don't understand why the NFL – would not allow a team to dress three quarterbacks. And I understand this is very small. You know, there's probably a 0.1 or 0.2% chance that you're going to have two quarterbacks hurt. But what does it, what does it hurt to have three quarterbacks dress? I don't understand one bit. Why not have three quarterbacks, you know, designate three spots on your 54-man roster now um, to have three quarterbacks because it just severely hurts the product on the field. And we saw in one of the biggest games of the year, San Francisco did not have a chance um, because they didn't have a third quarterback to go to. So, and even if you did have an emergency quarterback who, you know, played quarterback in high school or something like that, he's not going to beat the Philadelphia Eagles defense. So, yeah, hopefully, I hope something like that changes. Because it's just, it's so dumb um, why you wouldn't do that. I don't know if they're trying to save a couple pennies because, uh, you know, then you got to pay 
the third string quarterback significantly more than you would if he was just on the practice squad or, you know, I don't know what it is, but it was, it was almost unwatchable that second half. And I just kind of had a feeling when, uh, when Purdy couldn't throw more than a three yard screen that, um, that, that second half was going to be pretty damn boring. So I don't know. Yeah. I guess you tip your cap to the Eagles. Um, but we still didn't even see their best game because these last couple games have just been blowouts. So who really knows what Hertz is capable of? That defense is very good, though. But um, I don't know. What do you think? I I understand what you're saying about the third quarterback, but that's pretty much on the team. If you just want to carry two quarterbacks, but that's on you. You have plenty of guys that are there for special teams for anything else. Instead of having your punter hold for the kicker, you could have your third string quarterback hold for the kicker. I mean, you could have him be doing the punts. I at certain point in time, you know. I understand what you're saying. What I what they were talking about. Now, do you know the rule in the NHL with the alternate goalie, Brian? I heard something about it, which I mean, kind of blew my mind. But uh, yeah, something like you know, why don't NFL can do easily do something like that? Well, at some point in time, after your two quarterbacks go down, we get to a certain point. There has got to be a guy that both teams can go. All right, he can play quarterback for us if we get to that point. And you choose that guy that day. That guy is on call if needed. You don't pay him that much. You know, let's just say, hey, thanks for showing up. We're going to give you 10 grand for showing up. You're probably not going to play. But in case the time that you do, if one of these teams goes down, you have to step in. Wouldn't be that hard to do. I mean, I would do it. Yeah. I, 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 for the way, I mean, it's a multi, multi, multi billion dollar. Um, industry and one of the biggest games of the year, you don't have a quarterback and one team does not have a chance to win all because I understand what you're saying that teams could carry three and um, you know, I don't think many of them do anymore. They used to, but many of them do anymore, but that's why I'm saying like the NFL needs to step in and say to protect the integrity of this game, you know, to keep viewership. I know, Probably a third-string quarterback um, who hasn't played in a couple years doesn't have much of a chance to beat the Philadelphia Eagles anyways. But at least it's a professional quarterback. It's one of the top 80, 90 quarterbacks in the world. You know, maybe he could catch its fire. Um, the Jets have Flacco, Mike White, and Zach Wilson, all professional quarterbacks, all capable of starting an NFL game. So it's not like... There's guys out there that uh that just can't play. So look at what Bailey Zappi did to us. You know, somebody like that could step in and beat you. So yeah, I I don't like it at all. And I mean, it hasn't really turned its terrible head uh, lately. But um, but I mean, it kind of did. I think it's. The, I was going to say I think it's the only instance where this has kind of really happened, Brian. Unless it's like at right. the end of the game where you know the team's losing so bad. That it's like, you know, like a college game. Like, teams losing so bad, you're like, all right, why don't you just go out there, run it three downs, and just be done with this, and let's end it. But, like, I understand what you're saying, but also, you know, with the concussion protocol that they had, too, you got to think, San Francisco already went through Trey Lance, Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy gets hurt, they bring in their fourth quarterback, and he gets into concussion protocol because of the hit, which, right, I'm not even going to say anything bad about that because that had to happen. Watching his head hit the ground like that, that's instant to me. No matter 
no matter who you are, where you are, that is instant the way his head snapped onto that ground. But you're going to go in the tent for a little bit and see where you're at because there's no way you're. And we've seen, I mean, we got Tua who is just with the concussions. I just, I just think it's on the team to be prepared for that situation because that's what you have to prepare for. And I understand that the NFL should step in and do something, but the NFL still got the matchup they wanted. They got the Niners. They got the Eagles. That's the matchup yes. they really wanted. But it was terrible. It was a terrible I, game. It was on borderline unwatchable. As soon as you found out that they didn't have a quarterback, <laughs> you know, it's unwatchable. It's supposed to be the biggest one of the second biggest football uh, Sundays of the year, and one game was just completely unwatchable. Well, you know, and you know, it, what's that? You know what's going to happen now? They're going to call that move. You know, roughing the passer. You touch the quarterback's arm. That's roughing the passer now. Doesn't doesn't change. Arm. Doesn't change anything. He's still hurt. He still can't play. Yeah, I just – it's weird. It's a weird situation. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I understand. It's one in, you know, 500 shot or something like that. But why – it's it's such an easy adjustment. Why even take that chance? And yeah. look at Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy was a third-string quarterback at the start of the year, halfway through the year. He was a third-string quarterback. And he came out and he won a lot of games. So it's not like a third string quarterback gives you zero hope. When you have Christian McCaffrey throwing, you know, 40 yard bombs, you have zero hope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get you, bud. Um, what about the uh, Bengals Chiefs game, bud? Yeah. I mean, it was a great game. I, I don't really, I think the officiating was unfortunate. I don't think they decided the game or anything. I mean, he, he pushed the guy. He pushed Mahomes when he was out of bounds. So, yeah, you could look past it. But if you look past it, you're going to have just as many, if not more, people saying, why the hell aren't you throwing the flag? So um, that play I agree with. the When you look back at the replay, though, the blatant hold that the left tackle had on the Cincinnati defensive end while Mahomes was trying to run out, I mean – Right, he pretty much tackled the guy. That wasn't called. And it was sure. like, and I'm just sitting there going like, come on, guys. Like, they called a whole bunch of tic-tac stuff at the beginning. And then they just started, like, if you're going to call it that way, call it that way through the entire game. Don't change it up halfway through the game. And I felt like that game, the referees changed it up halfway through the game and started calling some stuff that was kind of questionable. Yeah, Um but I mean, the old the old saying is you could call holding on every single play. So I I can't say that I I really know what you're talking about with the hold, just because I'm not saying it was a hold. I'm not saying it wasn't a hold. Um, I just didn't really pay much attention to it. But um, I mean, as long as you have referees, as long as you have humans in those referee uniforms, you're going to have inconsistencies. It's not a perfect science. Um, we saw it Saturday night with uh with LeBron going up for the layup and, and getting hit on the arm. And, um, you know, the, you always tell the referees, swallow your whistle at the end, uh, you know, let the players play. And so they seem to do that a lot, um, unless it's blatant. And, you know, I, I feel bad for Bengals fans. Um, Chiefs definitely were fortunate in a couple of uh, plays and, I I don't I mean it was a hell of a game. Both teams had a chance. 
I don't think both teams really played that well. I wasn't too impressed. Burrow had a couple drives at the end of the game to go down and just needed a field goal, couldn't do it. Mahomes had a couple chances at the end um, and couldn't do it and, you know, kind of got, I wouldn't say bailed out, but, uh, you know, kind of bailed out by the uh, by the Cincinnati guy making a, making a bad play. And um, that's what ultimately gave them the win. So I don't think either one of the, I, I mean, honestly, the defense has kind of impressed me more than anything else. Um, you know, Mahomes made a couple of throws, but I felt like the, the receivers made some nice plays to get touchdowns um, with Kelsey and MVS. Um, and then same thing with Burrow. Burrow made pretty good throws, but, you know, T. Higgins going up and getting that one was an unbelievable uh, personal effort on his part. And same thing with uh, Jamar Chase on that fourth down. So it it just it tells me, you know, the Browns, yeah, you can have a really good quarterback, but you need guys that are going to make plays when you need them to in the big games. And so hopefully we can do that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I thought the quarterbacks were just kind of okay. Yeah, I I kind of was in the same boat. Yeah, their stats were kind of inflated. But, you know, you look about it, you know, Burrow did get bailed out by Higgins there with – or not Higgins, Jamar Chase with that catch. That was unreal, Bry. Throw it up, double coverage. He goes up and takes it, takes it down. I mean, and that's it, why it was that's a why great they're saying with uh with the Vikings and uh, Justin Jefferson on their fourth down play, you have one of the best receivers in the league. No matter what, throw it to him. Let him go make a play, and that's what they. That's exactly what they did to Chase. Okay, throwing it to that guy. He's an unbelievable player. He's gonna make a play. You see him. The Bills do it with Stephon Diggs too. So when you have one of those elite receivers, you just, you know, they can out jump or out uh, maneuver a lot of the DBs and find a way to make the catch. So, you know, it'd be nice to have somebody like that. Well, we'll break down the big Super Bowl game next week before it happens, Bry. But there's also some other NFL news that happened today. Sean Payton, rumored to be back at Denver. Uh, I guess Denver gave up a first, a swapped a second and a third with New Orleans, but Denver's going all in with Russell Wilson, and I don't know what the hell that is. And also, if you can refresh my memory, um, I'll look it up if you don't know who it is. Houston Texans signed their head coach, and I cannot remember his name for the life of me. Do you remember it? Yeah, D'Amico Rines, the um, defensive coordinator for San Fran. Former uh, former Texans linebacker for a lot of years. Yes, and he took over there. Uh, there's also rumblings about <clears throat> a certain Tom Brady going to San Francisco. Man, there's a lot of rumors. A lot of rumors going around about a lot of people moving around. And the two that are the most is Tom Brady and Aaron Aaron Rodgers. Um, rumors of Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets, going to the Niners. Uh, I guess Green Bay is at the point where they're kind of done with Aaron Rodgers and they're going to figure out what they're going to do now. So Aaron Rodgers is on the move. Tom Brady's on the move. Lamar Jackson on the move, possibly unless he gets franchise tagged. And Derek Carr uh, will be on the move. So there's going to be a lot of big names out there getting moved around. So I can't wait to see where this quarterback carousel ends up. 
But Brian, what do you, how do you uh, react to all those guys and the rumors that are going around with Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers? Man, I just, it's, it's heartbreaking to be honest. Um, the, the AFC is just so incredibly loaded. Um, and the, I feel like the NFC is two or three notches below it. And it's like, just the Browns luck. Finally, you have one of the most talented teams you've had in 25 years. I don't mean to go, woe is me, but, um, but the AFC is just absolutely stacked. And now you have, you know, Russell Wilson was absolutely terrible last year, but something tells me Sean Payton's going to find a way to get back the old Russell Wilson. So <laughs> it's just, it's a murderer's row. And thankfully this year, the, this year is so damn important for the Browns. We'll get into it over the next nine months, but you have a pretty manageable schedule because I'm pretty sure you play the AFC South this year, which is the only easy division in uh in the entire AFC. I mean, every other team, every other division, top to bottom, is just stacked. You know, the West, every single team. Now it depends on who the Raiders get as a quarterback, but um. They got a pretty good team, and now with Denver, um, certainly they're formidable in the East that we just played this past year. You know, if they if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets, I mean, forget about. It. I mean, it the it's going to be such a dogfight just to try to get into the playoffs. It's just good luck. I mean, Desha- I think I was thinking the other day. I think Deshaun Watson has more pressure on him than any Cleveland athlete that I can remember in recent memory. And that includes all the pressure on LeBron because, um, you know, when he came back, we were just so happy to have him back. And he had been to, um, to the finals so many years and the East wasn't quite what the East is this year. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Deshaun Watson, I mean, he's, I don't so 16 teams in the AFC is he even a top 10 quarterback in the AFC right now. I mean, right now, he definitely not, but he's gonna have to work his butt off and play really well just to crack the top 10 in AFC quarterbacks this year. Yeah, he's gonna have to the resurgence of old. Um, it's not gonna average quarterback ain't gonna play this much anymore. I mean, it's you look at everybody in the AFC, like you said, it's it's loaded with talent. And especially, Whoa. well, especially this year after finally you sit there and you watch um, Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence take a step with Doug Peterson. Yep. You, uh, you know, these people that are taking steps, you know, Justin Herbert's really good quarterback. You got, I mean, either Mac Jones or Billy Zappi, they always will play somewhat decent. Tannehill's always there. Lamar Jackson, depending on what he's doing, and you know, something. Chris, if they do not franchise tag Lamar, which I believe they will, just they, a lesser, yeah, they will. A lesser of two evils. There's a lot of rumors he's going to Atlanta. Good, get him out, kid. I mean, send so, some of these quarterbacks to the NFC. I mean, if you're Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, why the hell do you not want to stay in the NFC and just clean up? I mean, you, you got to get past the Eagles and got to pass the Niners. Other than that, there's nobody. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, Bri. I, I can't wait to see what this offseason brings, which we will, like you said, we got nine months to dive into it, Bri. And we're going to be diving into past drafts with Andrew Barry. We're going to be doing draft grades. We are going to be doing all the fun things that we like to talk about of who's there, who's not, who's hot, 
free agents that we'd like to sign and upcoming free agents that might be leaving our team, which we get to play a little, uh, little eat or pass, Bry. I have the pig and the fart sounder here. <laughs> so we got that going on. So we'll get that going on. But, uh, Bry, um, we'll get into the Super Bowl a little bit more. Is there any other NFL news that you kind of want to stop on before we uh, move on to Fat Boy Tuesday? Oh, let's see. Oh, that's no. the other. There is What's one. That? No, go ahead. There, there is one. And I thank you. Thank you for going. Let's see. Tyler <laughs> Huntley getting into oh, the pool yeah. is the biggest piece of shit I have ever seen in my entire life. How the hell is that guy in the Pro Bowl, Bry? How? He has two touchdowns. He played four damn games, and he's in the Pro Bowl? I mean, the only thing I could think of is literally every other person said no. I mean, you put Deshaun, as bad as Deshaun Watson played, you put him in over him. You put Jacoby Brissett over him. Tannehill, uh, absolutely. Matt uh, Jones. Happy. Zappy, yeah, yeah. Some teams have multiple guys. Yeah, it, so, I mean, you put, he's not even the best quarterback on his team. Lamar Jackson, you know, exactly. it's just, uh, yeah, it's it's just, yeah. I, what a joke. <laughs> it's such a terrible look for the Pro Bowl. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. The other guys, there must have gone through at least 15 guys before they found him. It's just, it makes zero sense to me. I couldn't believe that when I saw that. Bri, I think they should do the voting. I think they should announce them pro bowlers and then be done with it. Get, do away with the pro bowl. Be done with it. It is not fun anymore. You're not getting any eyes on it anymore because of stuff like this. The stars don't play in it anymore, Bri. They really don't. Now, now just wait. Let's see. So they're changing up the... Uh... You know, they're going to this flag football and all these competitions and everything. So I'm maybe a little ex- more excited about that than the uh, than the Pro Bowl, just because I used to get excited about the Pro Bowl. And then I would watch it and uh, it would be worse than preseason football. It's just that last year was just a complete joke. So I'll give this new format a chance. But um, yeah, like you said, just name them Pro Bowlers. If they don't want to go, okay, don't go. If you do want to go, you know, throw $50,000 in a free vacation at them or something like that. So, yeah, just to name Tyler Huntley a pro bowler is pretty embarrassing for the league. And then the fact, all right, I know you're excited about it because of the flag football, everything else, Brian. But you also got to factor in, it's in Vegas this year. You get all those NFL players in Vegas together. Come on. What kind of show are you going to get? I'm guessing if, if you can find a way to bet on it, I'm guessing you'd be a little intrigued by it. I might be. I might be. <laughs> oh, right. Chris said it used to be a paid vacation for the players and their families to go to Hawaii. Now they make too much money to care. Like, sure. it used to be, That's I cool. used to love it in Hawaii because everybody used to have fun in Hawaii. I just, I, I don't get it now. I don't get it. I think it's outdated. I think it's just an award that you just give the award and be done with and move on from it. And if you're wanting to have like a skills competition, Bry, go out and get, all right, I need three quarterbacks. You don't want to do it. Don't have to do it. We're going to do a quarterback challenge, do a running back challenge. 
and just do it that way and be done with it. And then the guys that want to play and have fun and just be with the, that's fine. But don't try to force us like, oh, you're a pro bowler this year. Oh, you don't want to play. You're getting surgery. Here, let's move down the line. Oh, Tyler Huntley, are you available? I know you play four <laughs> games, but uh, I mean, it's almost going like, it's going down to Justin Tucker. I know you're a kicker, but uh, nobody else wants to play quarterback. Will you play quarterback? The, the cutoff line should be right above Tyler Huntley. It should never have gotten to that. It should have been way above Tyler Huntley. But I'm guessing. I'm guessing the NFL's hatred for Deshaun Watson. They probably didn't even ask him. But um, yeah, certainly he was better than Tyler Huntley. Look at this. Going to get hookers and blow at the Pro Bowl. That's what we're going to get with the Vegas Pro Bowl. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't doubt it. This. All right. Jose has chimed in. I haven't seen Jose. In like oh, a week. Jose. Where's he been? And since I'm going to win this hands down, the sixes are Wendy's. Oh, yeah. I well, agree. there we are. All right. No. Yeah. No, he's got a point. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you, Jose. Oh, yeah. There you go. They should concede to the Senior Bowl. That'd be perfect this week. Have the Senior Bowl be played this week instead of the Pro Bowl and have the people. It is. That I think it is. Well, no, I know it is, but instead of having the Pro Bowl, have the pros teach these kids seniors, well, and then, you know, Sixers. Sixers will win this game. Are we talking about the Sixers? Who are the Sixers playing tonight? Is he think thinking that the Sixers are playing the Cavs? I don't know. I think he's talking about the Eagles. <laughs> we'll get okay. there. I, Philadelphia I Sixers. Okay. I see. Okay. Now we're not. See, I've been away from Jose for so long. I forgot how he thinks. You're probably yeah. right. A Philadelphia it's, team. But we got to move yep. on to Super Bowl food. You ready, bud? Yeah. And now it's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. All right, guys. It's time for Fat Boy Tuesday. And we are talking about Super Bowl. Super food. Now, Brian, I put out a Twitter poll this week, and I'm going to let you guess what it was. If you're having a Super Bowl spread, what is the one thing you have got to have at your Super Bowl spread? So I put down okay. pizza. I put down wings. I put down chips. What was the first one? Pizza. Oh, pizza, wings. Okay. Pizza, then wings, and then chips and dip. And then I put an other comment. Well, Brian, pizza kind of ran away with it. Uh, it was like okay. it was like 60 40 pizza and wings. Uh, we did have our boy Mac down in West Virginia said, If there's not wings at that Super Bowl, I ain't coming. Uh, I understand. I am a wing guy, I love wings on the Super Bowl. I just that's my cup of tea. But this is your cup of tea, big fella, because you love appetizers, and mm -hmm. this is right down your alley. I bet you you get so excited when you walk into a Super Bowl party. And you see about eight crock pots and then a deli tray off to the side, don't you? You know it. You know it. All right. So, Brian went. Yeah. He meant the Eagles. So, <laughs> see, yeah, you're, you're better than me now. I, I used to be. Him. I don't know. I used to be ultimate at decoding what he was talking about. Now I'm, I'm a step behind. Right. We might have to ban Justin for at least a week. He put okay. down. He put down cauliflower wings. Cauliflower wings—they're not wings. If they're cauliflower, not wings. Buffalo cauliflower. I think I've heard, I think Melt has something like that. 
Oh, there we go. My dad, there it is. Trail and cheese from Pearl Valley, Bry. Get that trail bologna and cheese tray. Walnut Creek. Mm. Um, I'm with you. Yeah. Can't mm. go wrong with that. So, Bry, what are you looking forward to when you come into a Super Bowl party? Like, let's, okay. let's be honest. Let, let's break it down. Let's knock down the walls. And what's Bry's favorite stuff to go to when it comes to Super Bowl? Well, um, you're right. Cocktail or um, uh, crock pots. <laughs> I was I got ahead of myself there a little bit. Crock pots with a bunch of stuff that I can pick, and uh, you know, chips and dip. Cocktail weenies was the thing I was gonna say there. Um, it, cocktail weenies with barbecue sauce. I got buffalo chicken dip is definitely high on the list. Uh, you know, the meatballs have got to be there. Taco dip, bean dip with the cheese and. Like you said, you put Rotel in it, which sounds amazing. Um, but all of that stuff. Sliders, you know, pizza, absolutely pizza. It's easy. Everyone's going to love it. doesn't matter if you eat it when it's first served or you eat it in the fourth quarter when it's cold. Can't go wrong with that. Uh, you know me. I'm a Buffalo wing guy, preferably boneless. So I think they're just easier, especially for a party. They taste better when they're cold than uh than the regular wings. So all that stuff wrapped up together. Those little um pinwheels, you know what I'm talking about? They're um they're like wraps with ham and salami and cheese and like sour cream, and then you cut them, you know, you cut the wrap into these like little circles. Oh, it's a wrap. Had those. It's a wrap just cut down, right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, you know, you just chop them up and, yeah, they come out. They almost look like sushi, I guess, um, but it's like deli meat. So, yeah, those are phenomenal. And then you got to have chips, oh, yeah. all kinds of chips for whatever dip that you choose. Brian over here all like Forrest Gump, buffalo dip, taco dip, bean dip. <laughs> you got, got your five-layer dip. You got your, <laughs> you got your Good call. nice call, Chris. That's your best comment of the day. I like that. <laughs> All right, here we go. Now he's getting us on a different one. Since since it came up, cauliflower wings aren't wings. Is a black bean burger or any other type non meat a burger? No, it is not a burger. No, no, Mm-mm. no. Just because it's in the shape of a burger doesn't mean it's a burger. Yeah, like, yeah. But I mean, if you want to be healthier and, you know, make you feel better about eating it, call it a burger. You call it whatever you want to. Do we call sure. it a burger? No. All right. So, Brian, my, my things are kind of like yours. I love wings. Wings are my go to. Like, I chicken wings, get a sheet pizza for the whole party. Mm-hmm. You know, get a couple sheet pizzas. Everybody is happy with that. Also, with the, the one thing that I didn't uh, bring up to you. And we've talked about crock pots and everything else. You know, you get your meatballs, the cocktail weenies, all the dips and all the chips and all that stuff. Shredded chicken sandwiches or sloppy joes in a crock pot. That way you just scoop okay. up the sandwich. You get some chips and dip, everything. Grape jelly and chili sauce on those little smokies. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yep. What defines a burger? Uh, meat. Meat defines a burger. Oh, I think Bry's power went out. We might have lost Bry. I'm back. There he is. He's back. Um, <laughs> but like just something simple like that, like where you can feed a whole bunch of people, especially with the shredded chicken and sloppy Joe. 
I mean, Brian, mm-hmm. it's just a couple scoops. You can go to town with that. You got all your chips dip. You can go along with that, and plus your other appetizers. So you get at least a little bit of substance with a sandwich, and then you go on from there. But like you said, the most easiest thing to do is pizza. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'll I'll shout out one here that does a sheet pizza for us here at the house. We have Geppetto's just down the street from us. Oh yeah, get a huge sheet pizza from them. Doesn't cost that much. Get a sheet pizza for the whole house. Everybody can sit down and eat pizza, and like you said, when it's cold. And they cut them into little squares, too. It's not slices. You get the little baby squares. So you don't feel like a complete fat ass when you come out with 14 pieces of pizza on your plate. So if you're going to a uh, like a pizza party with or a, a Super Bowl party with 10, 15, 20 people and, you know, everyone's going to love pizza. Um, first thing that comes to mind is Little Caesars. You just go in, you get like six fresh and ready's and you take them. The other thing is... Um, and I don't know if they still have it, but I have one friend who used to order Marcos. Um, mm-hmm. They had the big square deal. Yes, they still like, do. They it was a yeah. pizza for like seven bucks, and you get sixteen pieces out of it. He yeah, he ordered six or seven of those, and you know, Pierre just gonna mouth through them. But um, yeah, I, I that's a good call with the uh, with the sloppy joes. That's. Very underrated, very easy to do. Uh, made me think of also like a, a taco bar. You just uh, keep the meat warm in the um, crock pot. That way, whether you want to eat first quarter, before the game, halftime, fourth quarter, it's always going to be fresh and ready. So, yeah, all good things. All right. So Justin asked us another question about a burger. He says, who says meat makes a burger? Why not the bun? Now, Brian, you and I have gotten to this argument about burgers and hot dogs and a bun is a bun and bread is bread. Like a hot dog is a different, like it's its own thing. Like I think a burger is its own thing, even though it's a sandwich. It is a sandwich because you have stuff in between two pieces of bread, which we've discussed. Mm -hmm. But I believe I call a burger a burger because of the hamburger patty that's inside i don't call roast beef sandwich a burger i don't call a fried chicken sandwich a burger i think of a burger with hamburger meat in between it that's what i consider a burger yeah um well what would you say about like a bison burger would you call that a burger though it would be the bison would be in front of it, but it'd be a bison burger, say with an elk burger. Okay. Like when you look at the, it says hamburger. So when mm-hmm. you're looking at it, it is hamburger. Well, a hot dog is a taco. Now. No, I mean he's no, he's just trolling. Don't get sucked just, in by that. Right, I'm about to get sucked in on it because Don't I'm get about sucked to, in by that. I mean, we're, we're going to go for two hours tonight. Then. Blood pressure. Don't get time for that. Make it. Right. Make it another week. So, Brian, we will we will revisit this Super Bowl spread next week and see what both you and I are doing for our Super Bowl spread. Does that work for you? Sure. All right. We will get into our top three now, not trolling. You know, Justin, you are just you're you're killing me here, Smalls. Oh, I don't believe it. Smalls, kill me, Smalls, kill me, Smalls. Let's get into our top three. <laughs> I played it again just for you, Bri. Um, mm-hmm. 
we are our top three is things that we need for a very good Super Bowl party view. Right, Brian? Sure. So would you like to go first on this top three or would you like me to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Um <laughs> you know me. I'm a simple man. Um and I know we just spent 10, 15 minutes talking about food, but I don't even have food on my list. I just need to know beforehand if you're going to have food or not. Because if you're not going to have food, I can make other arrangements. So food is not necessary for me for my Super Bowl parties. Um, but with my number three is is a comfy chair. I got to find something where, you know, I've sat on bar stools. I've sat on a, like a wood bench before, and it's just – you can't sit there the whole game. You got to be up and down every five, 10 minutes. So you kind of underestimate how, how great and how big a, a part a comfy chair uh, can play. So that's my number three. My number two, I'm going to go to some sort of gambling game. Um, and it doesn't have to be, you know, for a ton of money or anything like that. I, I think of the classic one as squares some sort of Super Bowl squares, just something to keep my interest in the game, something to get me, um, give me a rooting interest. You know, unless the Bengals or the Steelers or the Ravens are playing, I really don't ha care who wins or, or what happens in the game. So give me a rooting interest. Give me some squares. I've had friends that have printed out like, um, you know, like a 10 – a quick 10 uh, questionnaire about, uh, you know, is the over under on the anthem going to be this or, um, you know, what color shirt is the person going to be wearing for halftime or, or um, what's the score going to be? Who's going to win? What's the first touchdown going to be? Uh, what color is the Gatorade going to be? Stuff like that to where whoever gets the most right at the end gets, you know, the pot, which is 60, 70 bucks or something small like that. So, Number two, gambling games keep my interest in the game. And then my number one is yeah, pretty simple, cold beer. <laughs> Give me a cold beer and I'm good. I'm happy. Now, you and I are kind of in the same boat, except we're kind of flip-flopped. Okay. Uh, number three, I got to have another game going on just to keep me focused on two different games. That way, when I start to get a little faded out with the 900 commercials that come on with the Super Bowl, whether it be Euchre, you know, you get a nice Euchre game going where you're kind of playing Euchre in the background, things of that nature. Or, like you said, just a couple bets with your friends. Be like, yeah, dollar that this guy's going to do this. Just something okay. fun to keep you kind of interested in the game. Mm -hmm. Number two, Bry, got to have the comfy chair. And, Bry, key, key, you got to have the stand beside the chair. So you can put your beer down plates down anything down while you're watching the game i don't like sitting on the couch with nothing beside me where i can't put stuff down on no no mm -hmm. no don't give me that middle seat where you're just sitting like this between two people going, <laughs> hey, no hot no, dog hot dog man you gotta you gotta bring your elbows <laughs> out and kind of between you gotta, two buns you know get there and then number one for me bry and you said it bry i gotta have some whiskey Gotta have some whiskey, sip on some whiskey, watch the game, have a good time, and just sit back and enjoy it. I mean, that's why Monday after the Super Bowl should be a national holiday. They mm -hmm. should give it as a national holiday. And I don't know what President Biden's doing because he can put that in place this year for us. And that'd be a national holiday because you know how many people are calling off on Monday after the Super Bowl. I know one. 
<laughs> you know, I haven't, I haven't worked the Monday after the Super Bowl and God knows how many years, 10, 12. What do you, now I, I, I got to ask you because, you know, you and I have been friends and I've known your schedule for so long. What are you going to do about March Madness? Oh, I might take off um, Friday. Usually, usually Thursday, Friday is tough to uh, to swing, but Friday, you know, I like to normally, do that. Normally, you did a you know a Thursday half day and then a Friday, mm-hmm. was, was something like that. All right, something like that. Yeah, I get the two TVs going. All right, Brian. Well, let's let's end our show because we're already over an hour. I don't know how we keep doing it, but we get <laughs> we get dedicated into a whole bunch of stuff like. Somebody trying to tell me that a hot dog is a taco and I'm about to lose. And then, hey, and then he sent me in Facebook Messenger the definition of a burger. Brian, if I didn't pay too much for this phone, I would have Brian maybe that thing all over the wall. (laughs) I don't care what the definition is. It is my definition that counts. Just trying to get you worked into a sheet. Don't let it happen. All right. So what's our trivia, bud? All right. When was the last time the AFC didn't AFC Championship didn't have a Mahomes or a Brady playing in it? Uh, Is it one of our hated rivals, Bry? No, I'm saying what year? What year did they not have a Brady or Mahomes? Oh, my God! I'm feeling old. 2008. Not quite that far, 2010, 2011. So it's been 12 years, 12 seasons since we didn't have break. That's remarkable to me. It like just absolutely crazy. And they only played each other one time, you know, if you remember a couple of years ago. But yeah, 2008 would have been it was the yeah, teams even crazier. You tell me, what do you think? Steelers. Yep. I'll buy you a beer if you get this next one. Steelers and Arizona. <laughs> Arizona doesn't play in the AFC. No, you said 2000. I you I thought we were just the Steelers. Yeah, yes. Champions. Steelers, Arizona was the Super Bowl. I'm talking AFC yeah. championship. Oh, Steelers, the Jacksonville Jaguars. No, that's not a bad guess, though. Oh, uh, that was the Mark there. Sanchez year. With the Jets with the butt fumble? Get out yeah, of here. Right around there. Right around that oh, time frame. Mark, I think Sanchez made it to two AFC Championship games, if I'm not mistaken, which is absolutely crazy. And that was with Probably Rex. crazier. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, Brian. Well, we're here at the end of the show. Uh, we also got to bring up here. Let me bring up. Our beautiful girl, Mary Lou, who is up for adoption with City Dogs Cleveland and <laughs> friends of City Dogs. Look at that face, bro. She does. Man, does she look like her dog? Like you. <laughs> yep. The ears are the only thing that's different. The face is a little wider and the ears are a little different. But uh, she's about yeah. four years old and she weighs, I think they said, about 40 pounds. Yep. That's uh, that's what Lou is. All right. right so go adopt. And help donate with some Kongs to City Dogs, please. They need some help. So thank you. And thank you for everybody watching in the comments. Please like, subscribe our show, especially on YouTube. 
help us get it out there. Brian and I have fun doing this all the time. Justin, thank you so much for getting my blood pressure up talking about hot dogs or tacos. Taco dog, now that's trolling. There he is with that one right at the end. Of the now show. that sounds good, a taco dog. I'd eat that. I mean, it's easy. All you got to do is put like taco a chili food. dog. Yeah, it's, it's like a chili well, dog. With jalapenos and cheese. It's pretty much a chili dog. It is a chili right. dog. All right. See, we'll, we'll talk about that later too, Brian. All right, Brian. God bless him. Yeah, God bless you. God bless America. All right, big fella. <laughs> we want to thank our troops and first responders for everything they do. We want to thank Harold Keel, Lake Area APA. There's Lil Lil right there. Hey. Well, you yep, kind of like uh, Mary Lou. Yep, there's Lil Lil. <laughs> we want to thank City Dogs of Cleveland for sponsoring our show. We want to thank all of you guys for watching and in the comments. We love it. And on that note, we are definitely uncorked, unloaded. We're out. Thank you guys for watching. See you. See you.